Well, we all knew that. <laughs> that, was, that was a clap out. I said so clap back. <laughs> oh my word. I'm just like, I'm just like clap back. He oh. said it so convincingly, too. Well, I was so convinced I had to nail it. He's like, oh, I'm like, man, that was great news. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Which this just goes to show you what happens when you try to be cool. And you're just not. Just don't do it. Check, check, one, two. This thing on. Welcome to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. My name is Chris Lynch, host of the Cultivating Ministry Podcast, and we are glad you have decided to join us uh, wherever you may be, whenever you may be listening. Well, we are happy to have you with us as we have another riveting conversation this week around a mm. topic around leader. Is that too much? Is that a little extra? Is that too riveting. Much? I mean, that's a lot <laughs> of pressure on us. You're <laughs> setting those standards high. Is that an over? Is that an oversell? <laughs> we'll tell you at the end. Yes. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that, was that an oversell? <laughs> yeah. You know, you see, I'm one who's uh, what do you what do you call it? You uh, you overpromise, under no, you under deliver, <laughs> overpromise, no, under promise, over deliver. <laughs> that may be a time where I am overpromised and under delivered. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I want to step out in faith here, and assume this is gonna be a fantastic podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about um, something that's kind of odd for us about uh, youth culture it's, slang terms. It's outside the box. It is outside the box. Odd, outside the box. Same thing, Kay. Tomato, tomato. I mean, come on. Odd seems weird. Outside the box is inventive. Okay, sorry. Let me restart. Can we rewind and start again? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have an out-of-the-box conversation today uh, about um, youth culture slang terms for this generation. Uh, and so uh, we thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about what were some of the what are some of the slang terms that you remember from your uh, your time as a teenager? I know for some of us that's a long way to think back. Mm-hmm. Um, but what as you as you take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners, introduce yourself and, and kind of share us uh, share with us what's a slang term or two that you remember from your teenage years? Uh, who wants to start? I want to start. You may feel a burning desire to start first. Uh, of course not. Okay, we're gonna go, Caroline. You can go first. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't remember what I did yesterday. A <laughs> slang term. Let's see. Um, most of the slang terms we used were not nice. Oh well, see, <laughs> that's the whole thing. That's the whole other problem, Caroline. I don't. Yeah, I think that has to do with kidding. like. A, well, what was the trend then? Give us like a trend or something that was cool then. If you can't think of oh, slang yeah. terms. Oh, see, see, I graduated high school in 1985. Yes, ma'am. So it was neon. It was big hair, hairspray. Leg warmers. It was Van Halen, Madonna. It was. Oh, Oh, let me tell you. Madonna impression. Yeah. That's not very very riveting, that's for sure. Let me think about the slang, but but it was mid eighties. All right, you think about it. And Caroline, tell everybody who you are. Oh, I'm Caroline Wood, District uh, District Vitality Associate for the Western North Carolina Conference, 
in the Catawba Valley District. I have been in full-time ministry for uh, longer than most of you have been alive. Uh, <laughs> and we don't know what any of that. We don't really know what her title is. We basically just call her the director of Awesome in the Western North Carolina Conference. Mm -hmm. That's right. Y'all are so sweet. all the good stuff. She, she has the Midas touch. Everything Caroline touches turns to gold. So mm -hmm. that's, 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 what, that's what we have on the podcast. We keep hoping to see that turn to gold. <laughs> oh my lordy! If I can come right. up with a yeah, you I, think about um, slang. Laura, slang. Laura does. Laura doesn't have as far to think back as the rest of us. So Laura, <laughs> if it is fresh in your mind or fresher than the rest of our minds, tell us the slang term. Well, I am Laura McLean uh, from the Holston Conference. Uh, I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, and so I was thinking about slang and I was thinking uh, the other day I said I have um, a first grader and a second grader. And I said something was grody. And they were like, what are grody. you talking about? Mm -hmm. What does grody That's mean? I was like, one. how do you not know that? I mean, grody. Yeah, that means gross. For those who um, don't know, Grody meant gross. Did you just say that? Yeah. Yeah, Grody yeah, meant I gross. I can't imagine not knowing that. Well, now they know. Um, yeah, and And then I was thinking about, too, about bad being good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson, who's bad. Yeah. You know and, I'm bad. Um, I'm yeah. Bad. I mean, on. we are setting Chris up tonight for Absolutely. All. I think oh, things, really you're welcome. This is going to be, this is gonna be the title of the karaoke version of the Cultivating Ministry That's podcast. Right. <laughs> the musical. Cultivating Ministry, the musical. Anyway, right. so those were a couple that came to my mind. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you as always, Laura. Kay, how about you? What's something that you remember from slang from back in your day? Kay and I are pretty close together, I think, here. Uh, yeah. We may have I, the same one. So uh, I'm Kay Wolfinger. I'm from um, Ohio, Northeast Ohio specifically. Oh, and I am. I work for a nonprofit that um, teaches soft skills and leadership development to young people. Um, and I was in full-time ministry for 23 years prior to that. So I graduated in 89 um, and I actually Googled it and was reminded. So bodacious. Do you remember that? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. Just, Thank you, Kay. We need to I stop. had to Google it. No, correct. Of course, Kay Googled it. She's a Google um, queen. What about, but what's the big whoop? Oh, See, there's another whoop. one. Mm -hmm. yep. Duh. Of course I would. There's another one. Duh. Yep. Um, and that's all I got. Okay. And Grody was another one. In Grody was another one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, my name is Chris Lynch. Uh, before we get back to Caroline, I serve in the uh, South Carolina Conference. I do conference level youth ministry, and I'm a congregational specialist. It basically means I resource local churches in three districts in our great state and in our conference in South Carolina, which is great, too. I don't mean to say it like it's not great. Um, that's kind of, kind of <laughs> demeaning. I didn't mean that. Um, a couple of the ones that I, I, I was thinking about bad, which I guess maybe was later than me, but maybe it hung around. I feel like I was – I also remember, like, when – you made that transition where there was a, a, a window in time where you had to clarify whether you meant, you mean bad meaning bad or bad meaning good. Mm -hmm. um, so I also remember rad, like that was rad. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, I had another one, it was rad, bad. I forgot the other one I had, I had another one. And I, uh, oh, oh, it was dude. Everything was just like, dude. dude. Yeah. Like uh, that was the surfer 
stuff. Yeah, but it was, but it, yeah, gnarly. but it was also like, yeah, gnarly. <laughs> Valley, that's a the good Valley one. girl talk totally for sure. Totally. Oh, I'm a guy. I, <laughs> no, I, no, she did. Um, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, what the that live skit they did with that? That Will Ferrell did Will Ferrell do a set of live skit about that? But the thing about dude, the thing about dude was that dude could be anything. It's like they could be saying something really positive. He's like. Or yeah. that, like, dude. You know, yeah. So, like, I can remember my friends farting. You're like, dude. You know, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just a very generic term that could go for anything. Go Caroline, did, you come up, did you come up with anything totally. different or you just want to go with what we got? No. Um, we also told people to take a chill pill. Oh, oh yeah. yes. That's a good one. Take, take a, chill a chill pill, pill bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to always chill it out. So um, we used to always say, like, I remember in, like, elementary school, it was, like, when you would, like, cut so you like cut someone down, it's like, ooh, bar, bar you. It's like, what, bar? Like, oh, we didn't do that. I don't, I'm that not on that one. That may be the local South thing. Carolina thing. <laughs> yeah, it could have been a, it could have been a Westview elementary deal. Who I knows? thought you were <laughs> going to say something else, and now it's on the tip of my tongue. What do we used to say for that? I can't think. Michelle's whole thing, it, it may have wasn't more regionalized. Because Michelle, who lives, like, an hour away from me, what was it? it was John? Like you just got Johned. I don't know. Nope. What that, I, I never never ended up met Michelle. So anyway, maybe burned. that whole thing was burned. burned. You just yeah, got burned. Yeah, you got burned. Yeah, you just got burned. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we're having this conversation. You're thinking, what are we doing here? <laughs> the, the reason we're having this conversation is <laughs> is, is Kane ran across this article that is is the um, that goes through kind of a, it's called a guide to new teen slang and Gen Z slang trends of 2023. I'll be sure to put a link to the article in case you want to. We're not going to cover all of these. Some of them are pretty, uh, pretty uh, prevalent. I think and almost everyone would know. But we're going to walk through it. I'm going to test these. The, the, the my my friends here have not looked at this list. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I was kind of a sneeze, cough thing all at the same time. Um, Got a snuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, oh, I, just, I just snuffled. <laughs> my apologies. Gosh, if my friends ever listen to it, they're gonna get, they say I make more weird noises than anybody in the world. So I'm going to read some of these words and let them try to take a guess at what it might mean. But before we do that, I thought it'd be interesting to have this conversation. For, for leaders, whether they're young or old or youth workers or pastors or whatever. Our parents. Why, or parents, yeah, yeah. Why do you? Why is it important to know these things in, in your mind? Why, why does it matter? I, I think, uh, I mean, you know, you want to be cool, right? <laughs> but, oh yeah, that's, that's the cool but factor. I think it, it also, when, and it's not to use them ourselves, right? Because if you use, then it's like yeah. opposite of cool. Correct. <laughs> um. But it's taking the time. I, I think anytime you take the time to get to know the culture of teenagers, it sends a message um, that you care about right. them. Yep. You know? So, and of course, also you want to be able to understand what they're saying, making sure yep. they're not saying anything bad about you. Right. Yep. right. <laughs> Correct. You want to make sure at least that you can be in on the joke. You want to make mm-hmm. sure you want to make sure you're not getting burned. Yes, exactly. 
Anybody else got any thoughts about why it's important to know what's going on in, in terms of youth culture? Whether well, yeah, because if you're working with youth, it's it's sort of like Paul was say or Paul said in the Bible, it's to be all things to all people to understand the culture, mm-hmm. so you can yep. speak their language and not. Yep. And I don't mean literally. Like Kay yeah. said, it's not cool if we say it. Although <laughs> my granddaughter does giggle if I say I'm going to eat something at her. <laughs> But <laughs> turns out I giggle at that too, Caroline. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure it's just your granddaughter. If I mean, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> really, I'm gonna eat that at you anyway. That's hilarious. Well, That's and really I funny. think too, for pastors, it's not just the youth leaders that need to know right. these things, and that's one reason why I suggested the article because I think even pastors, um, who you know, you I, I hope that pastors don't just stay in their lane of adult ministry, but that they find ways to interact and um, <laughs> and yeah. know their young people. Yeah, so I, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Walt Mueller has a, a website, cpyu.org, which is Center for mm-hmm. Parent Youth Understanding. Walt's been around for a long time. And, and basically, he does a lot of things around youth culture to help people understand. And it's like what you said. And I, I've, I've likened it often to, it's, in a lot of ways, youth culture, particularly as you get older, it becomes like a foreign land. You know, and you if you go to a foreign land, you want to learn at least some basic. If you go to, you know, I go to, I'll go to I'll go to Mississippi, Honduras, and so I try to know a little bit of basic Spanish just so I can have some kind of communication with the folks we're working alongside. Mm-hmm in those uh, rural areas where we're helping them uh, improve their housing. And so you do a little studying, you know, you, you want to in, um, in, ingrain yourself uh, in that culture as much as you can so you don't make an idiot of yourself, you know? Right. And you can also be kind of, I think that's exactly right, it's why, why it's important to kind of know what's going on in youth culture. I think the other thing, too, that, that we've come to realize is that, that youth culture is that is the culture that most of our marketing tends to link yeah. tends to target because mm-hmm. that that's that's the next thing you know and and all those words that that I mean like the fact that Caroline knows yeet you know mm-hmm. that speaks to that I and mean, why do you know that because that's everywhere we go because that's who the majority of our folks are marketing to and so the more we know the the more informed we're going to be and the more relevant we can be, again, not not that we're going to necessarily use it. And if you're a pastor, you're definitely not going to talk about yeeting and those kind of things and bougie and that kind of thing, probably from any pulpit. Just but please do. <laughs> please well, do. Hey, welcome to okay, our sorry. Sunday morning bougie concert. I mean, bougie worship service. We're glad you're here. Uh-huh. You know, um, but it's it's just helpful to know those things. So that's that's kind of where we are. So let's have a little fun with this. Uh, let me scroll through so I can find some things. Because, like, some of these, like, the first couple of, like, you know, Bessie. We all know. I thought Bessie's, like, almost old. Yeah. Yeah, right. You guys all know what a bop is, right? A bop. It's a song. Like a catchy tune. Yep. It's a good song or a beat. Um, bussin'. My daughters are big Bussin' fans. You know what Bussin' <laughs> is, him. Caroline? Uh, don't people do that to their cars after they watch? Oh them? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they buff them. Yeah. They buff, buff. buff. They buff them. Buffing is using tables. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with the restaurant when you leave your table. 
<laughs> Big restaurant culture around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Busting is used among teens to refer to anything that is very good and positive. Um, my daughters are, are constantly seem to have a, they taste something good, like they're eating. My candy, especially, like, oh, that, that's busting. Good. I'm glad I can be busting. <laughs> See, we would have said bad. That's bad. No, busting's good. How about cat? How about, how about cap and, We would have said. Right, back in the day. Bad meaning good. <laughs> I feel like I'm in, a, in some kind of time warp. Well, I don't know what we're talking about anymore, but like bad is bad, bad is good. Back in 1991 <laughs> and now back to 2023. How about cap, no cap? Wait, cap with a P? Cap, K-A-P-C-A-P, or no cap, <laughs> K. Anybody got any ideas what that is? Cap or no cap? I'm thinking there's like, I don't know. Good and not good? No. no cap is I a said... term. Go ahead, Kay. I mean, what, Caroline? Peace. I'm like, it's, I don't know. Cap is a term know. referring to something that is fake or not authentic. Oh. Therefore, a no cap refers to something being real or authentic and truthful. So again, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's, yeah. it's this matrix you got to figure out. No cap, no cap is actually um, all real, is, and then cap is authentic. So, uh, this phrase, according to Urban Dictionary, by the said, way. Wait, which one is authentic? No cap is authentic. No cap. Cap okay. is something that's fake. Got it. Uh, according to Urban Dictionary, this phrase originated in reference to decorative gold teeth, which can be divided, uh, which can be divided uh, in two distinct varieties: permanent gold teeth, perms, or caps, which are pullouts. So caps are okay. pullouts; they're fake. There you go. Now it all uh, makes sense. Yeah. So fake gold teeth versus real gold teeth. That's exactly right. That's how you remember that. <laughs> the amount of mental processes they're going yeah. to we're going to have to go through. To do this kind of stuff is going to be really I'm really what, sorry, also, but I'm not around that many people with gold teeth, but I may, apparently I need to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we well, you know what else brings yeah. people together is when someone makes a total fool of themselves um, trying to use this language and the kids can just laugh at you. That's enjoyable too, kids, <laughs> yes. not kids. Oh, uh, yep. yeah. Yep. Young how, about, how about a clap back? Do you know what a clap back is? Oh, that's oh, when yeah. you talk back. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. a clapback refers to a stronger, witty response to someone's insult or attack. So that's a burn. It's a burn. Yeah. That's yeah, a burn. burn. Clapback clap back is the new burn. We all know drip, right? Drip. Yep. The synonym for style. You got drip, you got style. Uh, but fans. see, do you remember when drip was someone that was like nerdy? Oh, he's an idiot. Drip. Yeah. Or, or not drip. fun, right? Yeah. But now, remember. if you're drip, that's cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, I'm with you. Fam, fam, fam. Your family. Well, it's it's used. It, it says here that fam is used the way older generations may have used bro, which is what we didn't mention. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. To like, what's up, to, fam? Right to refer to close friends that feel like family. It's not only like your family; yeah. it's your your crew. Yeah, this is my yes. fam. It's your crew. That's your what we yeah. used back in the day. Um, You're all my fam. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Uh, fit, fit, and all. Fit, F I T. Yeah, like your outfit. outfit. Yep, it refers fit. to your. Yep, yep. It's short for outfit. Yep. 
um, I laughed the other day. Michelle was on, uh, my wife was on FaceTime with, with this morning actually, with Lindy. <laughs> and she, she's standing there and she's sitting for a mirror. She said, okay, fit check. And she asked Lisa, looks okay. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So my wife's more hip. My wife's a lot more hip than I am. <laughs> well, we all knew that. <laughs> that, was, that was a clap out. I no, sure. clap back. Oh, <laughs> oh my word! I'm just like I'm just like clap back. He oh. said it so convincingly too. I was so convinced. I had just had nailed it. He's like, oh, I'm I'm like this man, one. that was great use. <laughs> cool. Which, which this just goes to show you what happens when you try to be cool and you're just not. Just don't you're do just, it. You're just not. That's so Makes funny. Me think of, oh gosh, that's funny. I fully expected the humor in this thing to be y'all trying to guess it, not me trying to read. I got the word and I still got it wrong. You know you have all the answers in front of you. No, such a dummy. Let me guess. Oh, Give us another one to guess. Heather. Oh. I don't know. Heather? Yeah, I'm Heather. Heather. like Karen with attitude? Yes. Know. That's what I'm thinking. No, Laura, like you the guess? movie Heathers? I don't know. No, no, the term Heather may be confusing, like the rest of them are. Shocking. We're all surprised. <laughs> Two older generations, especially those Gen Xers. That'd be all of us. Um, who grew up in the 80s, called classic film Heathers, were the, the uh, referred to a group of popular mean girls. However, in Gen Z slang and on TikTok, the term Heather has been applied to mean the exact opposite. Someone who is a Heather is considered a beautiful, admirable person who everyone wants to be like. The term was likely inspired by Gen Z artist Conan Gray's song, Heather, about a girl who was the object of affection of his crust. So yeah, Heather that goes against... I, never heard that one. Yep, that so goes Heather, against our grain. Yeah, Heather is the exact opposite of a Karen, kind of. Yeah. Listen, Let we're all exact Gen Z. Opposite. We don't care. <laughs> I mean, no, we're Gen X. Gen X. We still don't care. We so much don't care, we don't even know. We, don't, we, yes. yeah, we, we so much don't care, we don't label ourselves right. We just exactly. jam. I'll be whatever I'm, I want. I'm Gen P, you know, whatever. There's a reason why we're Gen X. Uh, <laughs> uh, hit, hit, di hit different. Oh. Hits yeah. different. Yep. So, hits different. Hits different. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, that chocolate chip cookie just hits different tonight. Which means they sit here, it's, much, it's significantly better than usual. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yep, yep. Uh, it's the X for me. It's the oh, X. Yeah. It's yeah, the like, X for me. Like, it's the, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, it's the what? Oh, it's the blank like, for me. Fill like, in the blank. Sorry. Yeah, the sorry. Blank. It's oh, the blank. Oh, yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. the it's the glasses for me. Like if you're yeah. looking at a at a cute boy, it's the glass yeah. or it's, it's a, the dimples for me. Yeah, it's yeah. a phrase that emphasizes a particular aspect of someone's appearance or behavior that you caught their interest in a positive yeah. or re, or repulsive way. Uh-huh. So oh. it could be you know, it's it's the the gassy stomach for me. I don't know. So. <laughs> 
That could be negative, right? I'm not yeah. sure why that, I'm not sure why the first thing popped my mind, but it did. Um, lives rent free. Oh yeah, like yeah, that something one. that you just think about and saying like, this. It lives rent free in my mind. Yeah. yeah, right. Saying yeah. that someone or something lives rent free in your mind describes when you can't stop thinking or obsessing about a person or situation. We all know low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here, I, this is what I didn't know. Main character or main character syndrome? Hmm. You heard uh, this main, main character, character syndrome is got to be it's all about me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care. Let's talk Uh-oh. about me. My, my, my phone. What, what's my phone doing? Um, Gosh, I don't need the ads to pop up right now. Trying to be the main character, having main character syndrome refers to someone who behaves as if they are always the protagonist in life events. Okay. Someone with main yeah. character syndrome may come off as self-centered or self-obsessed. Good job, Caroline. Yeah, I told you. She's, good job, Midas. <laughs> um, mid, M-I-D, mid. I mean, middle. I don't know. That's exactly right, Laura. Mid is a short and slang <laughs> term for middle that refers to something that is just okay, average or impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty it's mid. mid. Caroline it's is not mid. mid. She's a, she's she is. I'm not. We gotta find a word for her. I'm sure we'll find one here shortly. Oh, wow. top shelf. I'm, she's top shelf. I'm more mid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mook mook uh, mook bong. What? I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. Everyone could have just seen what just happened because everyone leaned in, turned to the side, and gave a look like a curious dog. For everyone, said, for everyone else, it's like learning a foreign language. That's what I just got. That's the look I got. Um, I heard who bong? Mook bong. M U K. <laughs> Mook bong. M U K. I thought was I was going to pronounce it mukbang. M U K B A N G. But it says, but it says here, pronounced Mook Bong. This form of entertainment. B O N G. No, is that B-A-N-G. like a designer dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. Oh, we are so off the rails. M U. It's M U K. B A N G pronounced smooth ball. This form of this form of entertainment originated in South Korea and features live footage of someone eating large amounts of food. Its pop its popularity gained steam on YouTube during the during COVID pandemic, and many fans find the videos and their accompanying eating noises comforting and relaxing. <laughs> we were just talking about this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm not that in particular. We're talking about ASMR. <laughs> I know, but listening to people eat, that does <laughs> not sound comforting no, to me. A, I can tell you we were talking about mood ball. No, I'm <laughs> Let me just I be clear. Here. I think my definition is better. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, we're going with Caroline. How about op? Like an option? Opportunity? And it's an opportunity. No, wait. Look at you. No, 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 that's not true. Sorry. Lies all lies. (laughs) Not lies. Rewind that. Can I edit that out? Sit on the throne of lies. It's actually an op is short for opponent, is an enemy or competitor, someone who's working against you in some way. Uh, 
opponent. Okay. Um, period. No wonder we don't know what that is. I know, right? We have no opponent. No op. Right. We got no op. Period, as you well know, is a funny, purposeful misspelling of period. Um, so I'll win. I'll win this fight any day of the week easily. Period. Oh. Yeah. End or, of story. Yeah. Like fact. That's I use it. fact. They use period. Fact. Uh, pick me. I know that one. Pick me. Pick me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, like pick me, like ooh, 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 pick me. Right, that's what answer. it sounds like to me. But that's not what it's it is. Like the last kid chosen, or what? Right, exactly. It's it's the, it's the least athletic kid. That's what I said. The, the pick me or pick me girl trend blew up on TikTok in 2022, starting many conversations about feminism and female friendship. A pick me girl or someone with pick me energy refers to a girl who tries to present herself as not like other girls in order to impress boys. Pick me mm -hmm. girls will often put down traditionally girly hobbies and interests and claim they prefer to be friends with men over women because girls are, quote, too much drama. Whatever. That's okay. a lot. Yeah. They're just, um, they're traitors and we don't like them. <laughs> there, there you go. Straight from the mouth of Caroline Wood. She's a uh, period. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much anything Caroline says, we just say period after it. Yep. Um, savage. Well, does it mean what it would mean? Oh, like that yeah. is sa that was some savage. Yeah, that yeah. was a savage. Uh, that was some. Savage steak, or that was yep. some, the, the exact meaning may vary, but savage like dope or fierce is definitely a compliment. Yeah, that I know that one because Georgia, um, they had their theme for one of their recruiting class was savage dogs, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so there you go. <laughs> sheesh, sheesh is pretty self explanatory, obviously. Um, they they explain she's to express they are impressed or in a state of disbelief or exasperation. Shook, you've all we've all heard that one. Most of us have probably heard that yep. one. I'm shook about yep. something. They are shocked or surprised. Um, the example says, "OMG, I can't believe my sister surprised me with tickets to Taylor Swift for my birthday. I was so shook." <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Hip, S I M P. Oh, wait, I know this. S-I-M-P? M-P, simp. Simp. Oh, that like, it, yes. He's so, that's so simp. Like, yeah. something, like common? Yeah. Is that right? Um, no, a simp is a derogatory Gen Z term for someone, often a man, but not exclusively, who is seen as desperate or doing too <laughs> much for the attention, affection of someone they like. Simps or white knights are generally seen as people who constantly do favors, compliment, and try to impress the object of affection. It's a brown noser. Simps is a brown noser, for crying out loud. Uh, situationship? That means like you're together just because of what's going on around you. Like you're the only you're two people according around. To this, according to this, yeah. you're close, but not exactly. Okay. It's it's this middle ground between a uh, friends and a couple, so they're more oh. than friends but less than a couple. It's a situation oh, shift. No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, think of it as the modern counterpart of the old Facebook relation status option. It's complicated. 
Uh, I'd forgotten all about those relationship statuses yep. on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. It's amazing how fast these things in the change. Rest home now. What'd you say, Caroline? Those ha those it's complicated are all the people that live in rest homes with <laughs> slaps. Like like that's great. It slaps. Yeah. It's a hit. Oh yeah. It's a hit. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Sleep on. Yeah, don't <laughs> sleep on that. Yep. It's to overlook something's value or importance. How about snatched? Oh, I've heard it's looking good. Oh, yes. Right? It's like tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Snatched. Mm -hmm. yeah. Snatched is another Gen Z playing term that originated with. A-A-V-E, I don't know what that is, particularly in the black drag community, to refer to the outfits and appearances of drag queens. So snatching, yeah. I guess that means it's a good thing. Stan? Like something you're all in for. Like yeah. I'm a need-to-breathe stan. Yep, a stan is an obsessive fan of something, but not a, but not on a creepy level. Let's be clear yeah. here. So I looked you up. Be, you may you may be on a creepy say, level on that Laura, which you I need to breathe. <laughs> so I looked up AAVE. Yeah. It's of course, you African it. American vernacular English. Oh, so interesting. New. Thank um, you. By the way, do you know where Stan what what its origination? How, how the origin of Stan? No. It, combi it combines the word stalker and fan. Oh. Fan. I think that's pretty genius. Sus okay. or sussy is suspicious, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, a vibe check. A vibe. Yep. Vibe. Vibe. So, vibe like, check. How's it feeling? Yeah. How? So the, the vibe is a general mood or atmosphere or aesthetic of a personal situation. So vibe check is, used, is generally used as a way to survey the overall aura of a person or group. Example, the new kid let me use their charger this morning when I left mine on the bus and complimented my hair. They definitely passed the vibe check. <laughs> uh, how about Yassify? Do I know Yassify? Nope. I'm very curious about this one. Anybody want to take a guess? This should be good. Yassify. Y-A-S-S-I-F-Y. Mm. -S -S to yassify something or someone is to glam them up until they're almost unrecognizable. It's originally It originally referred to influencers' common use of beauty filters on social media, but in late 2021, a Yassify bot account uh, popped up on Twitter and began churning out images of famous faces. Think Michelle Obama uh, digitally enhanced until they look like Bratz dolls. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, Zaddy? I'm going to call more. I'll be from Z. So. Zaddy? Is that like a hot dad? Uh, yeah, actually, you're right, Kay. Uh, Zaddy, yeah, Z-A-D-D-Y, like people... is a yeah. term generally used for put together and attractive men who are seen as being incredibly stylish. The term is not exclusively to older men, but instead can be used for anyone who gives off an air of swagger and confidence. Basically, wow. basically the anti-Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zillennials or Zennials 
that's me. Mm-hmm. Our that's group like born the, right on the cusp of the millennial yep. and Gen Z generation. This mm -hmm. law, you're a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, there's one more. One more. A Zoomer. Is that a Z and a, somebody born on the cusp of Z and Boomer? Uh, Those aren't back to back. Oh, right. Zoomers are. Is it a Gen Z that acts like a Boomer? Gen Z slang refers to people themselves. Zoomers are the generation born after the millennials, also known as Generation Y. Gen mm -hmm. Zers were born in the late 1990s, early mid 2000s. The term Zoomer is also seen as a spinoff of the term baby boomers, the generation born following World War II. There you go. So that's our exhaustive look of, at, um, at the, the new uh, Gen Z slang terms. Anything that you guys uh, feel enlightened about now, I feel like it would be important to share with our, with our listeners. Well, here's something that I think is interesting because yep. many of those referred to TikTok, right? And mm -hmm. so <clears throat> what I have talked to my daughter, who's 22, about is how interesting it is to me how quickly and how widespread trends or slang becomes for this generation now because of social media, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's just amazing to me. And then how... Like she'll even say how um, emo there will even be emojis that mean certain things mm -hmm. that we don't even know about, yeah. you know, yeah. like the little sparkly one with the three diamonds means something specific. If you put it around, like it makes a word sparkle. I don't know. So it's just interesting. I mean, we all had our own language, obviously, when we were teens, but I just I don't know. I think it's a different level now yeah, on that level too Kay, i think one thing that it, it, you one step further is you realize really quickly how global like we were talking earlier about how like where those you know burn or john or bar those are very reasonable because it was really very reasonable because it was local because we didn't have this, right. we didn't have the internet or didn't have social media right. or tiktok that was which they caught on, and it just, just catch on in your in your schools. It's catching on globally. Mm -hmm. uh, and so our world is shrinking around us. And I think the other thing too that, that I point out is because how fast these things change. Now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and so um, things catch on really quick on because of because of the power of social media. Mm -hmm. uh, and those are things I think we need to really be thinking about when it comes to ministry. How does what does that mean to ministry? You know, I, I, yeah. That, that old adage that, that you know, that that if you're not if you're standing if you're if you're not changing if you're standing still you're falling further behind by the moment that really is true because the rate of change in our culture now is so fast and quick that if you aren't changing at all then you are really falling behind at an exponential pace. Yeah. Um, and again, it, and it's, it's, that's that's a challenge in ministry. Is how do you do that and, and 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 do it in a way that doesn't seem fake or forced, um, you know? But but it, it really speaks to this idea of how do you stay relevant without feeling like you're, you know, faking it. Any other thoughts? Well, we hope first of all that was that was fun. Maybe we'll try some of these out 
So Laura and I next week, we I said, by the way, I said on this past week's podcast that we were going to be here next week. I lied. It was actually two weeks from last week, which means now it is actually next week. Uh, Laura and I will be and here. And if you followed that. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. It, it, that, was, that was a clap back. Um, <laughs> I know it wasn't really. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> who asked you, Laura? Uh, anyway, Laura and I will be at Youth 23. Um, we all, have, as you have heard, we all have some connections to United Methodist Church from our jobs or previous jobs. And so Youth 23 is a uh, once every four years gathering of young people from across the country. We'll be in Daytona Beach. Uh, we won't probably get to see the beach. We might see it. But we'll Through the window, probably. There. But we'll be, um, be there uh, that week with Cultivate Group. We'll have a bid booth in the exhibit hall if you happen to be there. We'd love for you to come by. It would make our day if you came by and said that you had listened to our podcast. Um, so do that. Uh, we're going to actually be offering free coaching sessions to youth leaders who are there next week. Uh, there's sign-ups from, all, from uh, the U23 stuff. You can find out uh, how to do that. Sign up for a free coaching session while you're there. Stop by and say hello. Let us know. We're actually going to um, allow you, if you stop by, allow you to be on our podcast. Um, so stop by and find out how you can be on our podcast in the, in the coming weeks. That should be fun. We hope you enjoyed tonight. I do want to close, we always do, with a quick uh, random fact of the week. You guys ready for this? Carrie, you ready to Google it? Yeah, we're going to go across the pond for this one. Great Britain once had a, num- a number that you could report rogue traffic cones. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine that was a real problem. and <laughs> That was really needed. <laughs> They, they they launched a hotline in 1992, speaking of back in our day, to improve public services. However, this policy was mocked for being pointless and a waste of government funds. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> like, where'd you well, park listen, your... those, rogue, those rogue traffic cones can be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man. They, yeah. Let's, you never... let's... Oh. There. Okay, let's, 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 let's ponder for a minute. What exactly would classify a traffic cone as rogue? I mean, does that mean out of place? On its own? I'm imagining if you got random... mad at your youth leader and it was in the youth room, do you report it as rogue? Well, <laughs> I, I hope the statute of limitations is up on this. I did steal a, 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 a traffic cone or two in my day. So Heck maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, we did. I mean, that was like, what else did you have to do on the weekends? So basically, (laughs) what did you do with them? them? I told my own kids that we did this, and so they did it, and then they would move them to different people, like at the end of people's driveways. Caroline, did you do this? No. I guess it was just a 90s thing, Kay. It was that. that but he's in the my 80s. My brother had one in his bedroom, and I wondered where I mean, he got it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm a quick story I, to ask what you did with them. So, my yeah. one of my best friends, um, who will remain nameless at this point, but he's a lawyer. Well, I can only guess. He's yeah. no, no, it, mm-hmm. a lawyer friend of mine. Okay. He, mm-hmm. he was dating a girl whose name was Evan Elizabeth Lee. He got on line. Eel? No, who cares? <laughs> Listen, Kate this is a big show her... event. Yeah. Get it? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. That's not who it is. It's, 
It's my law. It's my lawyer friend. He he dated a girl named Evan Elizabeth Lee. He found that there were streets in Spartanburg County. There was like Evan Drive, Elizabeth Lane, and Lee Street. And he went and stole all three and put them in his room to show his ever, ever, never dying love for his girlfriend. He did that. Now we actually stole one that said no dumping and put it over our toilet. That's another whole well, story yeah. together. Obviously. So anyway, I used to beg my kids to go back and get the wood road sign, and they never yeah. did. It's never shown up at my house. So um, basically, what yes, Great Britain did. delinquency. <laughs> you weren't going to do it, but you wanted someone else to do it. We're, we're going to yes. stop before we tell You're all of our. Uh, we're going to confess all of our sins here on the Cultivating Ministry podcast. I do want to say this. So basically, what Great Britain did. <laughs> Great Britain basically set up a, a crime stoppers number for stolen traffic calls. That sounds like. Turn in all your friends. Anyway, we got off, 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 of, uh, off the rails there, as we normally do with our random back of the week. We hope you enjoyed uh, the conversation. We hope you laughed a little bit. Lord knows we sure did. Uh, we hope you enjoyed <laughs> laughing at our expense. It probably is not the first time you have laughed at our expense, and it definitely will not be the last. If you are at U23 in Daytona next week, a reminder to stop by and say hi. We'd love to see you and talk to you. Uh, but thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Cultivating Ministry Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to connect with you on social media, so follow Cultivate Group, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight group, on Instagram and Facebook. And check out our website at cultivategroup.org. That's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, group.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.